0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Promoting positivity and inclusivity. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. move through blocks, and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello, everyone out there. Uh, This is Vincent Jenna coming to you live from Holly Springs, North Carolina, and hope that we've got a lineup for you today. Oh, wait a minute. That was my disc jockey voice. I'm sorry. I I, uh, used to be a disc jockey, Um, actually a traveling disc jockey, Uh, I used to go around and do weddings. That's what a business that I did. And then I started my own business with it, worked for a company at first. And again, that was um, when we had our second child, when I had just stopped being an actor. I was guided into being a trainer at this major disc jockey company in New Jersey called The Pros. I'm still friends with the manager of the office. It's great. And um, it was actually a determining factor of either uh, continuing my acting career um, or moving on into something more stable. And I put it up to God again. Hey, whatever I'm supposed to. I was up actually for um, the possible replacement of Marius in the musical Les Miserables on Broadway. And... uh, it, it was just like a strain just to get that, and after you know so many years of of auditioning and auditioning, and if any of you are actors out there, you know the grind that there is, especially since if i 'm going to New York and I was living in Jersey, get on a train, it takes over an hour, and if you 're going in the winter time it 's freezing cold, and you have to stand out online until you can go in and sign up, and then you 're number two hundred. And you sit there all day long for one audition or you run to another audition and then run back again. Yeah, so the grind of that, I just said, you know, when we were having our second child, I need something stable. So you need to let me know whether I meant to continue being an actor or I meant to move on to something else. And the funny thing was, I started looking for something else back in those old days. I'm giving away my age, where we looked at the classifieds in a newspaper. In a newspaper, yes, that's where we looked. And um, a couple of pages got stuck together by Providence. And um, a big giant ad jumped out at me, be an entertainer or train entertainers. And I was like, oh, well, I'm an entertainer. I can at least use some of my skills. And when I went for the interview, I realized that it was for a disc jockey company. And what they did is they um, contracted people. Well, they hired people to be contracted disc jockeys for parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, birthdays, retirements, all that kind of thing. Wherever you would have music, they could be a disc jockey, right? And my job would be after they would hire the disc jockey, I would train them, train them into becoming as as best of a party maker as possible. And I loved that idea because part of it was inspiring and motivating them. And I wasn't involved in that full time yet back then. I don't know what led me to share this story, but I'm going to continue it anyway. It has meaning for anybody who is listening. And so um, I went on the interview for it being very curious. Um, They loved the fact that I was a professional entertainer and very energetic. I was the same person then that I am now. I did not mellow out. So... um, but but the director of the company had told me well the position hasn't been created yet we're hoping i'm hoping to get the board to create and approve a salary for this position in the meantime also you would be an assistant manager in the office and help to to get things done now i'm talking this wasn't a small little company they had offices all over new york in philadelphia that covered uh, the area of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Long Island. So it was a tri-state area company with uh, 300 disc jockeys and uh, very, very famous and brides and future uh, couples would call, right? And they would uh, book a party or anybody would book a party. So uh, here I am. I'm interviewing for this job, and there's a possibility, not a definite, that I could get that position, but there was also a possibility that I could star in a leading role on Broadway. So, um, of course, at that point, the decision was out of my hands, or at least you think it's out of your hands, right? And 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 you might be going through some of that even now with job positions and opportunities, right? And you might have two choices. I don't know. I get I get clients calling me all the time, telling me, oh my goodness, um, um I've got two different opportunities. I don't know what to go for. I don't know if I should leave this job and take a risk and go for the new job that I'm being you know, they're thinking about having me. What should I do? What's the best choice? So I was in the same position. But what I did was different. What I had always done um, once I had my spiritual awakening is going, hey God, um, my higher self, rather than using my human self, I said, listen, um, I need to ask you a favor, all right? You gotta help me decide here, let me know In my best and highest interest, if I'm supposed to continue pursuing an acting career, or if I'm meant to pursue something else let me know by which job i get offered now if i get offered both jobs that wasn't going to be a choice because of course i was a professional actor at the time i was going to do broadway there was no way i was going to turn that down so i left it in god's hand in the universe's hand knowing that i would get some kind of help and answer because my soul knew what i should do but my human mind didn't so I surrendered the question. See, that's another meaning for the word surrender. I surrendered over to God. Okay. You know, what's best for me. You know what I want, what my soul wants better than I, my human mind knows what I, my soul wants. So you tell me, you tell me what I should be doing and um, in actuality, I'm sorry, that all occurred. See, um, when you become 66 years old, you lose track of the, <laughs> the time, you know, element. I'm constantly being told by my wife, no, that didn't happen then. That happened way before then. So actually, before I had my spiritual awakening is when this all happened to me. Yes. Um, Yeah, so I we were living in um, in just moved to New Jersey. Okay, so here we are. I'm waiting, I turn it over to God. And I was supposed to get a call on a Monday morning um, uh, from the casting director. And from the, um, the director of my office, or the the office of this disc jockey company. And so I was waiting. 11 a.m., the phone rings, and it was a casting director, and the casting director said, Tony, that was my stage name, by the way, and that's another story. Uh, Tony, we decided we are going to go with a younger Marius, and so we're not interested in having you come back. Um, to continue auditioning for that part. I went, oh, okay. Um, I understand. Thank you very much. Um, you know, if we ever change our mind, we'll be in touch. Now, what that meant, forget it. 1105, after I hung up the phone with the casting director, I get another phone call. This time, it's from the director of the dish jockey company. My regular name then was Vince, even though my stage name was Tony. I didn't use Tony when I went for the job interview. Vince, we got good news for you. I got the position created. You start as soon as you can. Wow. I just got a full-time job as an assistant manager of this disc jockey company and trainer of the disc jockeys. Why is that story important? Because I didn't think at that time I was ever going to give up acting. I, I never thought that I was meant to give up acting. I thought it was my my life passion. And matter of fact, it was a disappointment, of course, that I got turned down for the Broadway show. But let me tell you what happened with that job. That job helped me to start practicing my inspirational work and my messages because information was coming out of me way before, like I said, before my spiritual awakening to all of this information, to ancient wisdom. I had no idea about that yet. I had no interest in the metaphysical paranormal world other than some of the movies I had seen, like The Exorcist or any of the UFO movies sci-fi movies. And so I follow this path, this new path and find out that um, I am truly motivating and inspiring these people. And as they go out into the world, the company is recognizing that the disc jockeys that I have trained um, have a far greater ability and understanding of having a party and helping people have fun. That was the whole idea not just playing music but helping people have fun not being afraid to help people have fun and so they really liked me and that's basically the beginning which i didn't see now i put the pieces together and i understand the road that it took me to because turning down or being turned down for the acting role being trained to be a messenger, and then the spiritual awakening happened where I become a full-time messenger over the years. I can see how it all one thing led up to the other, but you didn't see it. I didn't see it back then. And that's why I'm sharing this story with you, because there's so many times that you absolutely will not see or understand why one thing closes. Well, that's the idea the window closes another, you know, the door closes, a window opens, a, you know, the window closes, a door opens. It doesn't matter. There's windows and doors everywhere. <clears throat> actually um, you're not closed into a building. So it's totally free air and, and uh, there, all the opportunities can come to you through anything, right? Those are metaphors that we use. So, so in the meantime, what looked like was an ending was actually a beginning and it was a beginning of what I am doing today. And it all happened. Now that was this, what was interesting A lot of times you have your own choices, right? That you're given the opportunity to choose between this or that, or this or that, or that, right? Like I was saying earlier about job choices, this choice did not seem to be in my physical human hands or emotional hands. It wasn't that I had to choose between doing, hmm, should I, I was offered both now, which one should I do? No, that that wasn't the opportunity. The opportunity was they were going to make the choice for me. Now, that would seem like an out-of-your-control opportunity or circumstance. And in actuality, it was totally in my control, but it was out of my conscious human, human mind control. It was out of my conscious human mind control it was up to my soul and spirit together, working together. Now, very likely I set it up that way purposely because like I said, had I been given the opportunity between Broadway and this training position, I would have absolutely have chosen Broadway, which may have changed my entire destiny. So my soul, knowing me so well, said, ooh, no, 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 no. We better not give him that choice because he's not going to go his path. And we want to help him get his path done. This is what we chose to come down here to do. This is what my soul came down here to do. So let's get him on this path. So take away the choice from him. And hopefully, hopefully he turns it over to us to make the decision for him. We'll help manifest for him what is meant to be manifested So that's what happened. I actually surrendered over to the decision-making of my soul and universe, which are one. And I took the decision out of my human mind. And a lot of times you have to understand that that's what's happening in your life. You're taking the decision-making away from your human mind and you're putting it into your soul and the universe's hands. Which is the way it should be anyway. Now, now, once the link is created between your human conscious mind and your unconscious soul's mind, and it's pretty clear, and you follow your intuition and what your gut tells you all the time, then you don't have to manifest taking control out of your hands that way because your soul in the universe will trust. Oh, Okay, he makes some good decisions. He's always following our guidance anyway. So let's just leave it up to him. I trust him. I believe in him that way. But if you and remember, I'm not talking about this separate entity, that soul is you. But the human mind is a different section of you a different part of you. And the part that has to make all the decisions. So even when I was offered that job, I could have been so disappointed with the fact that I didn't get the Broadway show. I loved Les Miserables. I loved the music. And I love the role of Marius. Oh, my God. I sang the hell out of that song, Empty Chairs and Empty Tables. It was fantastic. I could have been so disappointed, so angry that I actually could have even turned down the offer for from the other company. I could have been, you know, that that's another reason why people walk away from their opportunity. So there was no guarantee. My soul had no guarantee. The universe had no guarantee that I was going to make the proper choice. And in my life in general, at up to that point in my life, I was young then, I was in my early 20s. well, in my latter 20s, right? Um, I didn't always make good choices. So there was no evidence that I'd be making the right choice in this matter. Excuse me. So I did. And it led me here. You have to be able to trust yourself so much. The moral of the story. You have to be able to trust yourself so much that you're willing to let go of the conscious control. I've done that a few times now. When I did start doing this mover shaker world of psychic and medium and counseling and helping and teaching... It wasn't without hesitancy, but I trusted I trusted what the messages were. But I was only getting so far, too, at a certain point in my life. And, and this is not too long ago, actually. I'd been doing the work for quite some time, and I was achieving wonderful things and had great opportunities, but it kept getting blocked. It seemed like I was getting blocked because I had a greater dream. And only a portion of it was coming to pass only a portion of my dream was happening at that time and so um i'm i'm very fortunate to be able to admit to myself that i've had weaknesses this is what an advantage of being able to acknowledge your weaknesses as well as enhance and and fortify your strengths. So I would say okay, I don't I think I always know the answer. I think I'm I've got this link. I do I feel very confident about the information I receive about life about spirit about the spirituality, all of that and the ancient wisdom, I feel pretty confident with what I'm receiving on that. But when it comes to me and my choices, I'm not always confident with that. So I'm going to release and turn over again. I'm going to put it in God's hands and the universe's hands to show me what it is I still need to learn about myself to get beyond the block. This is what I teach now because it works. Works with everyone who uses it. And so this is the foundation of my work and my book. And so I said, okay. Once again, God, you and I here, we have to have a talk. Um, I know somehow, some way, something is getting in my way. Either I'm believing the wrong thing, I'm stopping it in some way, I'm sabotaging myself, but I'm just, it's not going further. I know that the promise is that... We are entitled to an abundance of everything, including dream fulfillment. I believe that. I truly, truly do believe that. But I don't understand why I am not fulfilling my dreams the way I know we should be. Yeah, I, I was figuring that it was working for everybody else, but it wasn't working for me because I must have been doing something wrong. And I was willing to acknowledge that and admit that. Whatever I'm doing wrong, you Tell me, show me, I'm ready to hear it, bring it on. And sometimes you gotta bear yourself that way. Sometimes you have to make yourself so vulnerable to hear the hardest message. Just like I did, God, um, if I'm meant to be a, continue to be an actor, then let this role come to pass. If I'm meant to move on and become something else, let this job come to pass. That was the greatest fear I had. I, I I don't even remember. I think I was like 27 years old when that happened. I don't even remember how old I was when I got involved with um, the dish jockey company. You know, it's so long now. <laughs> Ancient times. And so... But it was the greatest pain because I didn't want to, I was so afraid of hearing you weren't going to be an actor. Up to that point, I devoted every single moment of my life and my energy and my passions into being a, an actor and performing on Broadway now. I moved back from L.A. to, Cal, to New York purposely so that I could do Broadway. I thought I was, I was so good that I was ready for Broadway and I wanted so desperately to do Broadway. And now I was putting the decision in God's hand and out of mine. And that was one of the scariest moments of my life. And so now the next scary moment after I was guided and after I realized, ha, I'm supposed to be doing this more than I was supposed to be doing acting. But you know what? I'm using my acting experience to be able to do this and get the message across. That's why, why I'm capable of being humorous and entertaining at my events and, and, and boosting people's energy up because I did that as a performer. So, I'm in the second spot of going, okay, now, here I am. I'm making myself vulnerable and open to you again. Tell me, I'm ready to hear, what am I doing wrong? Don't we always go when we do put ourselves and bear ourselves, we say, okay, I know know there must be something wrong that I'm doing. We always assume that. That it's got to be something I'm doing wrong rather than something either that I forgot to do, or maybe I'm not paying attention to that I'm already doing it. No, I said, you know, what, show me what it is I'm doing wrong. And then I was introduced. Um, We had friends and. um, That friend needed a, a life coach practicing student. She was becoming a certified life coach, and you may have heard this portion of the story and she asked me if i could please pretend to be one of her students because she has to spend the time practicing and she knew right away that i could be teaching i had my um psychotherapy degree i think i had at that time again the time elements are are off in me right now that's what happens um but she knew I knew all the stuff that she was going to be talking about. But, but she asked me to go along with her anyway. And I said, yes, I would. I just I'll pretend like I need to hear everything that you're telling me. I just finished asking God to show me what it is I need to know. She comes along. So I said, okay, I have to hear what she has to say. And in the beginning, the first couple of weeks that we were working together and I was acting as her student, most of the stuff that she was saying, you know, I knew. I knew, I knew, okay, all right, I will do that. I will try that. I knew that, and she was good. She was really good. And then at the third week, she stopped, and she said, wait a minute, I just came to a new understanding about you. Oh, 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 I was like, oh, okay, you know, tell me. This is going to be exciting to hear something different. And she turns around, and she says, you don't believe in yourself. I was like, what? What do you mean I don't believe in myself? Yeah, you don't believe in yourself. And I was dumbfounded having to hear that. It was so embarrassing for me at that moment that a a person who is acting as a teacher who had been my student and uh, that I had been working with and doing readings and a friend of mine is telling me I don't believe in myself. And here I am in this field already working with people and she tells me i don't believe in myself that was the most second most painful thing well actually it became the most painful thing i heard i don't believe in myself she said yeah you've been faking it all along and then she gave me the evidence to that the evidence that that i didn't believe in myself that's not possible and once she said that and i said okay all right listen i thanked her you know she continued and told me what it was that i needed to know and needed to do and i'll tell you the rest of the story which is short on the other side of the commercial break stay with me because we're going to be i'm going to be sharing with you what the spirits want us to know about the year 2022 And how to deal with it. Okay, that's coming up on the other side of the commercial break. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, trying to help you stop stopping yourself. I'll see you in just a couple of minutes. Found the most positive place on the Internet. Thanks for listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. All right, welcome back. If you're just joining me uh, on the first half of the show, I was giving a story. Um, that was pertaining to um, options and opportunities that you create for yourself in different ways you can create them, you can create them consciously where you have to make conscious choices um uh, like i was talking about different job offerings like you might get two or three different job offerings and you've got to make a choice between you know um, all three of them or or you don't have the choice maybe you interviewed for a few jobs And you're waiting to hear from one of them and you can turn it over to spirit or your highest self or your soul to say something along the lines of, well, whatever is in my best and highest interest, make that the offer that comes to pass. Right. So you then turn it over to your soul's choice, your soul's mind, rather than your human mind to make the decision for you. And it's always better to do it the soul's way. Um, uh, because uh, you can confound the choice with some of the thoughts or the negativity or the doubts or the fears that you might have with your human conscious mind. So we were talking about that. That was really interesting. And now we were leading up to um, having to make yourself vulnerable in that way to turn it over to a higher power, to the higher part of you to make that decision. So we were talking about me having a lot of success in my career and then at one point just reaching the glass ceiling and not being able to advance anymore in my dream that I had I wanted my book published I I wanted to get a book completed Um, I wanted um, you know television show I wanted so many different things and and I kept getting blocked I was getting the all you know to the certain point but then it would stop it would stop it would stop And that's when I had asked again. I turned it over. I surrendered to my higher self and the universe and spirit and said, "Okay, tell me what it is I need to hear. What is it that I need to hear about myself that is getting in the way? Am I supposed to change my direction? Am I doing the right work? And um, I set myself up as a student to a friend of mine that I had done several readings for in the past that she was becoming a life coach. And I uh, volunteered. She asked me to volunteer as one of her practice students, even though I knew all about life coaching. And she came to an awareness and an understanding of me that I didn't believe in myself. That was a shock to hear. You know, at that point, I was in my 50s and 50s. That's right, 50s. Up until that point, I was working. I I was working on myself and my pains from my past. And I thought I had done a really good job in believing in myself and loving myself. But apparently something was blocking me from continuing to manifest what I wanted to manifest. And I recognized that, which is why it gave me the courage because I care, I want to manifest and I care whatever I need to learn. This is the hardest part about us as humans. We put up such strong defenses because we're so afraid to find out that there's something wrong with us. And and the reason why I'm sharing this story is because of the end of it. The 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 you know the the wonderful blessing that I received from this. It wasn't terrible. It had nothing to do with you're a bad person. She didn't say, oh, you know, you're a bad person and you're faking it and everything that you're teaching is nonsense and that you really don't believe in it. She didn't say any of that. She said, you don't believe in yourself. I believed in the work probably more than I believed in myself. And it was painful to hear that, but I wanted to hear that. It wasn't God telling me that I was on the wrong path. It wasn't God telling me that you should be doing something else or that you're full of crap. It was you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe that you're doing good work. You don't appreciate who you are. That was basically what he was continuing to say in so many words. And I sat with that for quite some time. And I go to my wife and I go, you're not going to believe what so-and-so said to me tonight. And my wife turned around and said, well, I can see that. This was a woman who had been with me for many years already. You know, over 30 at that point, maybe 40. And, And she says, yeah, I agree. I think that that's part of your problem. You don't believe in yourself. Really? holy cow, how could I get so far? Well, I had a very strong defense mechanism that created a very strong self-belief that took me so far. And maybe I believed in a portion of myself, but not all of myself, but that really doesn't matter. There's no gray areas when it comes to self-belief or self-love. You've heard me say this many times. There's so many people and so many television shows you want to hear and movies that want to tell you there is life isn't black or white. And the parts that I'm talking about, it is. It is black or white. You can't partially believe in yourself. That's like being partially pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're not partially pregnant. So you either believe in yourself, or you're not believing in yourself. There's no level and degree. Well, I believe in myself 50%, not 100%. What the heck does that mean? No, it's your defense mechanisms that are creating All these different beliefs about yourself to help you cope and get through part of your life. But then when you've got big goals and big dreams, you can't rely on fake beliefs. False beliefs. You have to rely on real beliefs. And this story is going to be leading into the rest of what I'm talking about. The messages from the spirit realm about 2022 in just a moment. The moment I accepted that and said, okay, I don't believe in myself and I want to and I'm going to because I'm going to do whatever I need to do to have my greatest experience on this earth because I deserve it and because I love myself so much. And even if I was faking that, I love myself so much part, I was still going to do it. I was going to do everything I could to work on believing in myself. I was talking about why ancient wisdom isn't working today and why it's just knowledge now and just a storehouse filled with just information and knowledge and why it's not working is because there is a great power before we were created, the strongest power that there is in the universe. We, we, when asked that question of most people in the spiritual realm, or the metaphysical realm, will say or even in the psychological realm, will say love is the greatest force and power that exists. And I will correct that. Yes, love is a great force and power, but there is a greater force and a greater power, the greatest of all. It's belief. Belief Because not even love works if you don't believe in it. If you don't believe in yourself, everything is about belief. We just passed a whole season, which was about believe. Believe, believe, believe. believe in Santa Claus, believe in the, the magic of Christmas, believe in the holiday season, believe in the, the miracle of lights. It's always about believing. You see that everywhere. You're supposed to believe in this. You're supposed to believe in that, believe in a religion. Nothing gives power to anything except your beliefs. As a matter of fact, that's what manifests things for you is your beliefs, your inner core beliefs, your true beliefs. So believing in yourself gives you the greatest power of all. And so I started believing in myself and magic started to happen to my life and my career. It opened up all the doors that I had, had previously closed because of my lack of belief. Belief is going to be absolutely necessary in the year 2022 because of the energy. It's a very powerful force and energy. You see, the universe conspires to help us. Think about that. You've got all your guides on the other side. You've got your ascended masses. You've got God. You've got all the angels, archangels, and your soul. And they're all sitting around together one day and they're going, what the hell are we going to do for them down there? What can we do? We got to move things in a forward direction and we've got to do it faster than we've ever done it before because they're just falling apart. Look at what they're doing. Look what they're doing to the earth that's hurting them, which makes them even more upset. And when they're more upset, they lash out even more, whether it be at themselves or whether it be at their neighbors. So we've got to do something about this and we've got to help them. Okay, all right, people, spirits, you got to start no longer whispering in their ears anymore. You've got to give them all the signs in the world of what they're supposed to believe in at this point, what they need to do for themselves at this point because we are going to up the energy of the universe. We are going to accelerate evolvement. Now, yes, I know, I know, everybody was going, oh my gosh, that is fabulous. But, but, what about those who don't have anything to believe in? Well, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. that could be a problem. That could be a problem. Now, remember I had t- talked about the brain's two highest functions, the human brain's two highest functions, one, to keep us alive, two, to protect us. And then I talked about the different ways it protects us. It protects us physically, like when we get a bacteria or a virus, by raising our body temperature to make it an unlivable environment for the virus and for the bacteria. Even though that temperature makes us feel very uncomfortable, and if it gets too high, it could even kill us, it's not paying attention to that. Its priority is to get rid of the bug or the virus and protect us from it. Well, what does it do emotionally to protect us? It will help create a new set of beliefs to shield and protect us from the beliefs that are hurting us about ourselves the I'm not I'm not good enough I'm not lovable I'm not deserving all of those things that make us feel really bad about ourselves our brain will create defense mechanisms it will create angers and behaviors towards others so that you're projecting out onto them and distracting yourself from your own pains and hurts It doesn't pay attention to the fact that it could be causing you more damage by doing that, that it could be ostracizing you from your community, your family, your society. It could be blocking you manifesting all the wonderful things that you want and actually causing you to manifest everything you don't want. It can even cause illnesses in the process of doing that. But its major goal is to protect you and shield you. So if our own brains would do that, what would the universe do to conspire to help us? It will do whatever it needs to do to empower us. And in the process of empowering us, it could disempower others as a side effect. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is because now more than ever, I talked about this in 2020, actually, that if you have any dreams, the energy was going to propel you forward into those dreams. Well, now it's even more important for you to have some positive intention or understanding or journey. If you're just wanting to start a spiritual path, now is the time to do that. We talked about resolutions in my last week and how they're revolutions. You don't want to set yourself up by, for failure. So it has nothing to do with trying to fix something that you think is broken. You have to do the reverse. You have to believe you've got strengths and then you've got to be determined and reliant upon, I want to enhance those strengths. I want more strengths because it feels so good having strengths and growing. And so do something positive because the force of the energy of this universe is going to be greater than an impact of a meteor here. Oh, I just read and and, and this is just a side comment. But this is part of what I'm talking about too. You know, you get those news articles on your phone. And there was a news article about how there is a very large meteor coming very close to passing this planet. And of course, you know, they dramatize it and they say, well, you know, it's possible that parts of it could hit the planet or just in its passing could cause some damage. Well, let's put it this way. Whatever the energy is on the Earth at the time is going to determine whether that comet or another comet is going to come smashing into this dang planet. And we got to be aware of that now that doesn't mean, Oh my God, I got a fear for my life. That means get your soul intact. Now be determined to commit to yourself. This is what the spirit realm wants us to know. Be prepared. The force is even stronger than a comet coming into the world and all you need, you don't need to be achieving your dream. You just need to be having a positive attitude more now than ever before. And you will automatically start finding a pattern, even if you don't know. Oh, I don't know what my dream is. But then the intention is to set yourself out this year in discovering it. That's a very positive step, a self-loving step. You need to make a self-loving step now to be prepared for all the other crap that will be happening in this world, as well as the positive stuff that is meant to happen this year. So if you do have an intention, you were thinking of writing a book, don't put it off anymore. Sit down there in front of the computer or with a pen and pen and put some words down. I don't care if it's a whole book. But just say to yourself, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for myself. I want that intention. I want to grow. I'm going to use this energy that's coming this year. If you keep hearing me go silent for a moment, um, unfortunately, it's so cold here in North Carolina that we have to have the heat blasting, and that heat blasting dries you out like you can't believe. Okay. So any intention, any positive intention is great. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do more of that. I feel so good. Always come from a positive point, not a place of negative weakness like I was talking about last week. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode about resolutions versus revolution. You don't want to make a commitment from a weakness. Oh, I'm so fat. I need to lose weight this year. I'm going to do that. Or I'm so weak. I'm going to go to the gym. Oh, I'm, I'm so unhealthy. I'm going to start eating more healthy now and making myself healthy. No, that's all coming from a weakness. You want to say I feel so good about myself every time I do work out or when I'm, I'm a little bit thinner or I've lost some weight. Maybe you have a ton of weight to lose, but now is the time. Okay. You know what? I'm going to care about myself so much. I'll do this. I'll figure out what it is. Universe, help me. Let me know what's the best um, choices for me to make right now in losing this weight and getting healthier. You know, obesity is not healthy. You can still look beautiful, but it's not healthy. My daughter was obese. And she was extremely beautiful, but she was not healthy. She couldn't even make it up the stairs when she had to. She kept sending her husband up and down the stairs to do for her. And she set her mind out to do some some very hard stuff. She went through surgery and, and is continuing to do incredibly well now, very positive about her life, feeling great. So, so whatever the choice is, make it a positive one to get yourself started and you will be pushed forward. That's the whole point. See, the universe wants you to know how magnificent you are and how unlimited you really are and what you can manifest. That's why it's saying, okay, all you messengers, all you guides tell these people to get ready because we're coming and giving them the greatest B12 shot we can possibly give them. Try to turn around some of the negative people who feel hopeless because unfortunately, everybody's getting this B12 shot. So if you're feeling negative, you're gonna feel worse. I said this January 1st, 2020, when I predicted the plague the pandemic that it turned out to be. I said plague. And I told, I said how people were going to be getting sick, how the positive ones would get through it and how the negative ones were going to smash up against the brick wall. Now, I can't help that. I can't. And, And the universe can't help that. They're trying to help us as best as possible. So yes, sometimes it makes those who are feeling bad feel worse, but the point is they've got choices before that happens. They got choices all the time. We talked about that Thanksgiving. We talked about that Christmas, all of those who look destitute and are going through crisis and don't have much, they don't have much family. They do have, God understand, they do have, they have us. There is no soul out there alone. Now, we may not be recognizing our responsibility with our brother and sister that is in that place, but think about this. Do you really think There should be that much homelessness. How many businesses today have gone back to their office buildings? Not as many that are staying home. There are less companies using their office space than there are companies now. So what are those buildings being used for? Why can't they be converted? There's so many companies that said we're permanently letting people stay home. So why can't those buildings be converted into homes for the homeless? Do you know how many would be housed? You don't have to. We don't need Habitat for Humanity to keep building homes. There's not enough room and there's not enough manpower unless you get a track builder to donate all his time into building an entire development for the homeless. That's the only other way that you're going to get that done or use what you already have and convert it. But you see, that would take the businesses helping out and giving up of some of their profit. So you see, we have the capacity to to help them. And we want to say, I'll be compassionate and pray for them. And remember, you see so many times during this holiday season, just remember those who are destitute. Not everybody has a reason to be happy. Wrong! Everybody has a reason to be happy. They're breathing, they're alive, they have a reason to be happy. If they have their mental faculties, yes, I know there's a lot of ill people out there, mentally ill, I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the ones that need drugs just to sustain breathing. I'm talking about the ones who are capable of making choices. The moment they make a choice to change their lives, it will change, because that's the power we have. And that's what they should be happy about. People lose hope. I understand that. I am not a non-compassionate person. I have complete compassion for everyone, but I'm looking at this world, and I'm seeing what our choices are in general for everyone. So remember that. Come back next week. Let's continue the conversation. But get a positive intention between now and then. Come back to the Stop Stopping Yourself show and share it next week. We may make some spirit connections for you at the same time. Deceased loved ones, this is Vincent Jenna. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. So I'm trying to teach you how to stop stopping yourself so because you can become unstoppable. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa one to get that information. I answer audience questions and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.